0: everybody and welcome to the Jimmy Palumbo show that's right show number 137 or one Casey Stangle 137 of these shows Jimmy Palumbo sporting the new absolute eyewear glasses by Craig Michaud here from the Omni in downtown Mawa from the wonderful dining room studios of course across the glass Dave Sturgell from Chop Sports Media Studios, Capital of the World, Entertainment, Genius, Wrestling, Cowboys, Jets, everything else, Dave Sturgell. You just Welcome. want the Jets in there? Yeah, because you're, you're Miles, a big Jets <laughs> oh, fan.
1: Yeah, Miles, he's Jets fan.
0: Welcome aboard Show 137. How are we doing today?
1: I'm good, man. I'm good. Cowboys coming off another dominating victory on, yes. on so That was fun. And today, as we record this, it's Halloween, so I got the – the kiddo is ready to go and ready to rock and roll, and then I'm going to once again, for the I guess this is the fourth straight year, implement the dad tax and make sure that I get all the candy that I personally need uh, from these kids. And then I agree. Welcome to Joe Biden's America. <laughs> Everything's a lot,
0: done. <laughs> a lot of a lot of Reeses yeah, all, going on over there here, Che. Um, well, yes. Already. Well, first of all, I uh, uh, I saw your picture of your kids. Mm-hmm. online there and of course no matter what happens whenever you see miles there's always a little strip of the green right there and he's wearing the hulkster he's wearing the uh the amazing hulk, what do you call him? incredible hulk
1: incredible hulk yeah
0: he looks like a linebacker back on the it. jets in he's the upcoming foot. years so well happy halloween to everybody um I uh, I actually loathe Halloween by far. My
1: I'm, not a, I'm, not big, I'm not a big Halloween guy either. I well, think I get older. It's just like kind of the allure. Uh, I'm not, a, I'm not a, like a, a whore or anything like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not a girl that can go dress out in skimpy outfits and skimpy out, no, I get a kick out of this shit. And I'm not calling them all whores. I'm just saying, like, that's just like. No, that's, it's it's
0: that's just you got to get dressed. People have parties. Right. Yeah,
1: I'm not. Mm-hmm.
0: It's a hassle the whole thing. I just, I, you know what? I'm not a fan. I mean, when I was younger, it was just a day to go get candy. But I was never into the. Right. Uh, but when you have it, when you have kids, you got to get involved here. Mm-hmm. Jay knew. Uh, and you uh, completely uh, get into it. Matter of fact, my daughter might be going trick or treating, but she's in ninth grade. You know what they do now? It's like, daddy, can you take us to this other part of town? It's shitty by us. Like, what? I got to like take her to the section where, you know what I got to do? I got to take her to the section where the houses look like more where I grew up, where there's like every seven feet, there's a house. You can get more. Yeah. bang.
1: But I, then I, they, Yeah, sorry. They
0: they get bored and they want to come home after an hour and just make marshmallows
1: uh, or something. Fucking pillowcases. I wouldn't Uh. stop for candy to last me the next Halloween. Before you get into your cart, there is a funny story that happened trick-or-treating based this past Sunday. So, obviously, the Giants and Jets will get to that game, if that is a game. Yeah. um, We'll get to that. But the Cowboys are already taking uh, taking care of business. The Giants are about to go to overtime so we'll talk about the game in a little bit but we went out trick-or-treating it's already pouring rain out so i was like man this stinks like i don't want to do this but the kids are into it they don't care about the rain blah 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 first house we go up to Wait, and time go, out. you went trick-or-treating sunday yeah like my my stepsister has like this community thing where like the, the whole town and a couple streets get together on the sunday before halloween and they do their trick-or-treating like the whole town is aware that trick-or-treating is going to take place a couple days prior so like i'm <laughs> I mean, that,
0: that, that yeah, and the, <laughs> yeah. And the, and that, that a, that's a separate podcast right there. They
1: dropped off at houses like they're getting back uh. in the cars they're getting back in the cars to have dro, uh, driven another 20 feet to get out of the car again but up the first house I have to say and I I hope she's listening somewhere out there um we pull up to the house walking up there We're all in the rain. And my brother goes, man, that's that's creepy, bro. There's a, there's a woman in that that window upstairs, and she's just staring at us. And like the, the 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 father or the dad or the husband is the one giving out the candy at the door. So there's a woman staring, and then there's it? The, and I'm like, the more I look at her, I'm like, she, guys, she's naked, like she's butt naked, looking at us. And I don't know if she thinks that we can see her. Swear to God, like, and I was, the mix. I was like, what, "What the fuck am I looking at?" And I'm like, <laughs> "I was like, I, I'm not seeing things, right?" I'm looking around, I'm like, "No, no, she's she's naked," and like, as the as the dad's like, "Happy Halloween, everybody!" I'm like, "Your your wife's tits are phenomenal," and I walk. <laughs> um,
0: <laughs> <laughs> I, think I, I think that I think that costume is the best costume of all time. <laughs> Me too.
1: It's I cheap, mean, you know, cheap, uh, cheap, uh, effective. You know, like, <laughs> yeah, just standing in the window, like just just staring. And I was like, I don't know if she thinks she's thinking yeah. the two way mirror. Like <laughs> <laughs> I see everything. here. Uh, Dave Sturgio checking out some hey, not in hey hay here uh, at Shea. And hey, listen, I'm that- walking up the thing, and she's like, "What are you looking at?" Like, I don't know. <laughs> I'm walking the next house. If that's if that's the case, uh-huh. I think
0: every town should do this. Sunday yeah, before, the Sunday before. The only thing is, there's one disclaimer that a lot of the voters do not read. Your uh-huh. wife has to go to the second floor and be naked in front of the window. That is Halloween.
1: I mean, trick all, or treat,
0: first, <laughs> it's trick or treat, or titties here. Uh, I, uh, <laughs> first of all, what is this Sunday before? That is completely bullshit. I think it's you bullshit too.
1: Listen, I gotta rush home today eventually. Like, I got a couple shows I gotta do, and then I gotta get home and do the trick-or-treating thing. But it's like, I guess it kind of works in regards to, it gets darker early, so maybe they want to get some afternoon stuff It's a weekend, you know. But I will. I will say, like, don't do it on a Sunday for during football either. Like you, you can't. But, I mean, God. I mean, <laughs> you asshole community. Yes, it's stupid. The I took care of business. I was waiting on the Jets. Then they were going overtime. I was like, I can't I, leave now. <laughs> I was like,
0: I, why are we moving shit around? Halloween, you come home from school, you throw your shit on. If your kids are younger, you got to walk around with them. If you're a dad or mom, you got to You got to figure it out. Mm. And that's how it goes. But we're moving shit around. But anyway, happy Halloween to those who are uh, clothed. Uh, and uh, so, listen, Dave Churchill, after a fine – you know what, I think you were so excited the Cowboys won that you just saw tits. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, like, I mean, I like – wow.
1: This day just keeps getting better. Like, <laughs> this
0: is a great one. Because as, as a Giant fan, I just saw burlap bags covering every woman <laughs> for the next 10 hours. But, okay, of course, we, we digress here Shay. Shea mm-hmm. – uh, uh, I have a card here. A guy, you, you're probably not going to know either. I thought he was much better. <laughs> I love when I find a guy like, oh, everybody remembers him. And I'm like, you know, he's stunk. Um, he's just average. His name is Jim Spencer. Played oh, with the Yankees. No. You remember Spencer? No. <laughs> no <you never. laughs> this is a 1980 card here.
1: Yeah, he played
0: 15 years in the bigs, batted 250, 1,200 hits, uh, 600 RBIs, 146 home runs. I mean, that is... You know, he was... Oh, worthy, really. <laughs> I mean, the only thing I remember about him is he was a really good... Uh, he went, like, f- seasons without making an error. He also had a unique style of catching the glove on plays that were... When the guy was out, he would catch the ball with his glove this way and kind of, like, over close to his body, not, like, out,
1: like... you know, so that's, he was that's Coach Lou right there. Like, nice catch, yeah, Hayes. Don't yeah. ever fucking do it again. <laughs> exactly what it was. But he was... uh, uh he, he, he played first
0: base in DH. He was basically with the Yankees. Chris Chambliss's backup, really. Uh, who would come in? He was a good glove. Uh he played with the Angels, Texas, White Sox, White Sox, the Yankees, and Oakland. Played with
1: the arm in there, Jimmy. White Sox.
0: <laughs> White Sox. Uh, he's uh, John. John. Uh, John. Oh, boy. Uh, played with the Yankees from 78 to 81. Got a ring in 78. He was two for 12 in that World Series. Um, just, you know, batted 246 in the playoffs, (laughs) just like, you know, a very, a very Starchio-esque in the playoffs. (laughs) Um, the, uh, he was a great fielder, uh, backup, uh, but here's something that, see, this is the kind of thing that I think is funny. In 79, which was a weird year for the Yankees, Munson died, shit year, uh, Nolan Ryan had a no-hitter in the eighth. And um, Jim Spencer hit like a shot uh, to, to center field. And the guy, this guy Miller dove and everything. He didn't make the catch. And they ruled it an error. As opposed to the Yankees were freaked out. But also in like the seventh inning, Munson hit like a double down the line. The guy kind of misplayed it. They ruled it. Like they were so desperate to give Ryan another no hitter. they like calls were like, nah, I should have had it. You know, DeMaggio would have had it, that kind of thing. And then, of course, I didn't know, of course, my boy Reggie Jackson was one out in the ninth line, base the a clean base hit. So I didn't realize Reggie. I find that funny that Reggie broke up. Uh, what is all this crap on my
1: screen? I was, uh, that's, uh, that's, a, uh, that's what we call a little spam. Uh, okay. Yeah.
0: Uh, well, anyway, I'm going to get to my spam in a minute. Uh, but so, yeah, Reggie broke up the no-hitter, uh, even though uh, Jim Spencer should have. He died at 55, though. He dropped dead of a heart attack after playing in a Joe DiMaggio Hospital uh, baseball uh, charity event. And he was only 55. He dropped dead. Uh, And I also learned on the back of his card that his grandfather played in 1919 Ah. Major League Baseball with the Washington Senators. Um, And the baseball card here is worth $2.50. So I was all excited when I got Jim Spencer. Mm -hmm. There was going to be something there. And he wasn't that good and he died. So I have, like, you know, nothing going on. And then I look over at my screen and I see Spam here. <laughs> spam getting involved. From Sammy Angel getting invited from the Omni. Uh...
1: And now that you said her name out loud, she's going to haunt you for the rest of your life. <laughs> really? Well, yeah, well, yeah.
0: First of all, this is not a real person. This is a bot guy. Yeah, um, some kind of, uh, probably some kind of mushroom coffee. Have you been yeah, seeing yeah. these ads for mushroom coffee? Watch.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. First Almost. of all, I don't I don't even like Starbucks coffee. Could you imagine hey. me having mushroom coffee? Hey, not for nothing, Jimmy. Mushroom coffee? I heard. I Heard just via source that it's good for your gut health,
0: yeah. For my gut health, which we're gonna leave that as is. Now that's the, a, that that's it. That one that we'll talk about that in about uh two months. Hopefully, <laughs> right. uh, how do I get rid of this spam? See ah, this shit? I don't know, man. Yeah. I, don't,
1: I don't have a mouse or anything like block that. Block user, right? There you go block uh, there and you. blocked. Block. And the kick is yeah. no good. It's blocked. And the tumbo, my tumbo, get Jimmy Palombo yeah. has got a head,
0: it's still not going away though.
1: That's all right, don't worry. All right, we don't have to care about it. Someone oh, else post okay. something so I don't have to see this lady's yeah, Troy face. came in here. Spam, spam, spam. All. Troy Troy. Right. Uh, all right, Troy. Troy
0: Aikman hopped in. I'm so glad Troy's a big listener on oh. our show. I had no idea. Anyway. All right, so who do you got? I don't even know. My first of all, we've been sloppy with your assignment because yeah. uh, you put about thirty-four seconds into this. So listen, listen.
1: who is your? Are oh, we at shitty quarterbacks, tight ends? Well, let's what, let's where? The shitty quarterbacks of the Cowboys, uh, <laughs> in between Romo and Aikman, or Aikman and Romo, rather. Um, let's go with a guy that I personally thought was going to be the next Troy Aikman, just because you know HBO Hard Knocks. They follow these guys around, and you really feel like, oh wow, he's going to be good. Um, his name was Drew Henson. He played third base, uh, and then he played for the Dallas Cowboys. I think he played for the Yankees Farm Club. Uh, Michigan, right? Yes, Henson? Michigan. Drew Henson. Oh uh, yeah, He had the whole big, tall... Whole... Replay quarterback for the Dallas Cowboys. Don't know his stat line. Don't care about his stat line. Just know that he was a terrible NFL quarterback, uh, which is unfortunate for the NFL. There's a lot of quarterbacks that are banged up now. I'm sure you'll get into it during your stinks list. Um, but, yeah, everybody's getting hurt.
0: So, yeah, well, Drew, I
1: said, never got hurt.
0: Drew Henson, he just, I remember the giant. I think the, that was in LT, it was that after LT. No, I remember.
1: Oh, no, no. Well, no, if, if I'm talking about after Aikman, then LT's gone too.
0: Yeah, so, that's right. Okay. I, I remember more, Stray hand beat him up a few
1: times. Strayhand, it was like, yeah. I
0: remember him. Yeah, that was part of Def- – that's a classic oh, shitty quarterback. Then. Oh, but he was supposed to be the whole – he was the second coming there. I do I mean, remember. Yeah, that. I
1: mean, Michigan, he came after Brady. So, they're like, wow, look at this guy. Who's he, you know? no, no, nah, he's going to lose his job to Brady.
0: Wow. All right, so we got Jim Spencer, uh, 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 an average first baseman, and Drew Henson, a lousy. Dallas Cowboy quarterback, he probably played eight years. It was a backup for the Lions or something you forgot about. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. Well, that brings us to Patreon. And we are just at this point, uh, maybe that's to say Patreon. Try to get, like, a little of the French uh, fans here.
1: You should have had everybody sign up at the, the cast and crew. <laughs> I have, but, uh, Put your social handle here so we can promote you and also sign up for the Patreon. <laughs> Patreon we are we are mired at
0: 36 in a slump here. David Rich, Rich Thomas is the last one to sign up. Uh, but that's okay. I know sometimes I go, I'm like, my Patreon is very similar to Oscar Gamble. I just, you know, I hit him in spurts. I could sign five Patreons this week. Uh, I also got to get my mother to change her credit card. She still hasn't done
1: that. <laughs> That's a hard conversation. That's now. a hard
0: conversation. <laughs> to have. But also I got to give a shout out to, uh, of course, Will Pena, who's uh, always on the chat room here. Mm-hmm. Um, also my friend, Dave Ben, who is always like eight weeks behind and he wants to listen to like the Rucker stuff. And he goes back and he's always like, he's one of those, like, where I get that extra view nine months later. He's that guy. <laughs> also went to school with him for 16 years, same educational uh, building. Uh, but also to Tyson Hogan, my boy Tyson Hogan, down there in Louisiana. He he, he not only went from like the low level to the mid level, he just upped it again, nope. getting
1: involved. He I guess he he wanted to help out with beer league, and so he threw a- Tyson Hogan, man. He's a he's a respectable human being. He definitely he slides into my DMs a lot. Basically, every time I post a video on Instagram and I collab with my own page, right. uh, he definitely like <laughs> he liked the whole. Uh, the gym thing with me.
0: Right. You. He's a, he's a fan. Uh, thank you so much. I talked to him a little bit. He came up to New York. We didn't get a chance to hook up uh, when he came up with his family. And I wanted to I just couldn't, just didn't work out timing wise for me, but uh good man. And so I got to give him a shout out. You know, that's how it works. And of course, you know,
1: uh, when we talk about good people
0: and I'm wearing,
1: <laughs> list list. The, I as you- <laughs> this, this this as you're transferring it, there's like a long list of people. <laughs> Back in the day when Jimmy used to recite the entire Uh, myth. I may go back to that. You know, the sales have been down at Patreon. But if you do want to go to
0: Patreon, go to Mm -hmm. patreon.com, P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com. Search for the Jimmy Palumbo Show. And then you can see how you
1: can donate. Chop Sports Media too and donate over there too. Tyson yeah. Hogan. Okay. Tyson Hogan just <laughs> start, got beat for $3. I'm going to start poaching your, your, your Patreon people.
0: That's it. Start you trying trying
1: to mooch in. Mm. Um, and you can also go to Chris Gucci's uh, Patreon. Dude. Uh, I don't know what it is, but every time you start ruffling those papers, it gets. It's loud. really loud, so it must sound like shit. No, no, no. You sound fine. I just, it's just I don't know. It's I don't know why that is. Like that's loud, right? I wonder. If- on the desk, when it's on the desk, or whatever you're... Oh, that's weird. Well, listen,
0: the technology here at the downtown Mawa Studios is not what it should be, but hey, that's why if we had more Patreon, I would have a gorgeous setup here. Or but I
1: you could truck on down to Chop Studios, we could do this in person.
0: <laughs> yeah, but that's an hour ride, and there's tolls, I, I hate to blow like six Patreons on me just to get down to Job Studios i will come down though
1: one of these i'm days. sure you will i
0: will i will but then you'll be like oh we have to move shit around you'll be busting no. my ball. it'll be a big fucking pain in the ass. who are you bullshit um but i do want to go down there for sure i haven't seen a place in a while um of course when you change your glasses where do you go dave
1: Oh, well, I mean, there's only one place to go, and I'm not talking about that shithole at the top of the street that all of a sudden appeared out of nowhere. I'm talking about Absolute Eyewear, which is right next to the train station. That's
0: right, 42 Main Street, Woodbridge, New Jersey. Absolute Eyewear getting involved here. 732-326-3937, Craig and Janine Michaud. Of course, for the first time, Craig actually helped me out. Jaybird was nowhere to be found. She just was like, She was like, just go to Craig. She could care less. And Craig, who usually can care less, doesn't watch the show. He was very helpful. He stayed late. I got caught in traffic. He was supposed to be out of there by uh, 5 o'clock. But I was, like, mired in traffic. I was in bullshit hell getting from Bergen County to Woodbridge. He stayed late. And the best thing is I haven't really talked to Craig in a while. And I really appreciate him because we actually talked for, like, 45 minutes while he was making me new glasses. And and then, of course, he's like, Jimmy, what are you doing? I'm going to make you these progressive, you know, glasses so he promised me i promised him when i get my eyes checked in january
1: what the hell What does that even i don't know mean?
0: you look up it's one way you look down you read it's, know, it's a whole fucking thing and then so it, it makes sense to me he was showing me uh <laughs> you're so <old>. you're
1: so, <laughs> so old. it's so great <laughs> Craig was,
0: know, he was telling me you look up you look straight it's normal oh then he was trying to get me driving glasses and i could see the signs anyway I'm 58 going on 98. I've been saying that for years, but they're full service opticians. Go check out Craig and Johnny. Absolute eyewear. They'll take care of you. You get a hundred dollars off. If you just mention me in any way, shape or form, or you just say uh, Dave Sturcio. just mention anybody that's involved. You know, if you only thing is, if you mention Chris Gucci, it's $50 more. And
1: if you say Tyson Hogan,
0: (laughs) say Tyson Hogan, you get him for free. That's how it works. (laughs) Anyway, absolute eyewear, getting involved. Go check them out. And that, I'll try to be real careful with your yeah, paper thanks. nowadays.
1: My ears are sensitive. Uh, sensitive ears are uh, there. Wait, hold on. Uh, Troy, don't worry, man. I got you covered, dude. We're right here. The jug is in the building. So. Uh, look, look at that. Look Troy getting involved here. From I'm, I'm going to start putting advertisements on the jug. Let me taste it.
0: First of all, I got a regular uh, coffee mug right here. You can see me and my dad, which is opening day at Yankee Stadium preseason against the cubs the first game we were there unofficial game people don't realize that 2009 whatever that was so i'll take a sip here Mm, that's good and then i also have a a man's water bottle here at shea
1: oh like a normal person yeah
0: normal person all right now (laughs) on a serious note and i don't know if you're gonna on a serious note i i got a lot of texts this weekend of course uh Matthew Perry from Friends passed away, horrible. which is a, really a horrible thing. But, you know, I don't know if you agree with this. Like, people were like, oh, you got to say something on your Facebook. You were on Friends. You got to say something. You got to say something. And I started to read some people that were posting that were like actors and stuff. And all of a sudden, I had to sit. Like, I don't mind if a if a, if a if a person was a fan of the show and they just said, oh, my God, RIP. Mm-hmm. But I was getting all these texts like, you got to go on and say something, say something. And all of a sudden, I was like, you know what? No. Um, it, it's a sad story, uh, very, uh, Artie Lang-esque, um, here's a guy who had everything and, you know, he got caught up in drugs and alcohol, ruined his life, uh, he tried, uh, he wasn't, you know, everything I've read, it seemed like he was in and out of rehabs, he was giving it a go, he just didn't, some guys just don't give a fuck and they die, he was not that kind of way, um, and I just didn't feel like doing one of those posts, like, oh, I worked with a I figured I out, at least on this
1: show. I well, how, I mean, just just out of curiosity, I mean, you obviously did work with him on a show. How was he as a person I, working I, with
0: him? I met him twice. I met him, uh, first time I met him was when I first got to L.A. Must have been with, with Artie, was doing Mad TV. It was like 95, 96, and I didn't know shit about L.A. And Artie, needed Artie, but Artie was on the show, and Artie was following the lead of Orlando Jones and some other people from the show. And we ended up at this, I can't think of the name of the bar, it was on the Third Street, I think,
1: mm.
0: uh, by West Hollywood. Really cool place. A bar I always liked. And literally, I, we went there like three weekends in a row or three Thursday nights in a row. And first time we were there, the entire cast of Friends was there. Oh, cool. So they must have been – I don't know. It was early in – I, I don't know. I might, I might be screwing up the years, but around 95-ish, 94, maybe something like that, whatever the hell it was. And they were all there. But, like, it was so crowded you couldn't get near them and they weren't there for long. And he was the one that was closest to me. And I just saw him up front. I just said, hi. He said, hi, back. And that was it. No interaction. And uh, actually, the following weekend is where I saw George Clooney in that same bar. And that was really cool because photographers were trying to get pictures of him. That was no uh, before the iPhone. They had those little shitty cameras, those box cameras like when you're a tourist. Mm-hmm. And he was just trying to have a pizza and beer with his friends. And he 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 just – he was trying to just – you could just see. He just wanted to hang out. Finally, some guy literally took the camera and tried to go around his face to get a picture of him. And that's when one of his buddies stood up and said, hey, man.
1: yoked him up, man. Uh,
0: One of his buddies stood up and said, hey, man, you know, we're just having a private – even though they were in a public restaurant, he was like – the guy was just like, we're just trying to have dinner here, man. You know, it's not the time. You want to get him outside when he leaves on the street? Fine. And, like, I remember – I didn't say anything. I remember going like, God – Fucking guy just wants to have a couple, you know, a couple of beers with his friends. How annoying that must be. Um,
1: I, but, get the same, I get the same, kind of treatment every time I go to the yeah, every time I, every time we I go, go to like, you know,
0: day like, hey, Dave. I'm like, come on,
1: man. I'm, I'm with my kids. Yeah, like
0: like, like, like you know, when I stroll into strawberries, there's no room for my limo. <laughs> or when I used to go to Riffy's, I had a driver, we have to wait outside. Uh, um,
1: strawberries, man. I need but this. I,
0: I the next time I saw him was on the set. But I didn't really have any interaction with him. He was very relaxed. The whole I told everybody the whole cast was so relaxed. I mean, and my argument was, well, if you're making $1.2 million for about 12 hours of work in a week, what at work is really going to bother you? In other words... Like like Dave, if you were making one point two million dollars at Chop Sports a week, only twelve hours,
1: give or take, would, it's around the world I'm making. Would,
0: would you get annoyed that ah, Chris is five minutes late again, or oh, J- Jimmy starting his podcast at one oh five? That one like we could so, do his own fucking podcast. <laughs> yeah, that's what it is. So they were very relaxed, uh, but uh, but I didn't really have any interaction other than like you know, at the end when we did the bow and stuff. Um, I just feel really bad. It's a it's a sad story. Uh, Friends is an iconic show. Um, one of probably top five sitcoms of all time when you add it all up over the years. I think 50 years from now, people are going to be watching that show, 100 years, very much like Honeymooners. And, uh, you know, I, I really think all the family, Honeymooners, I Love Lucy, uh, whatever.
1: I, I didn't find shows. any of those shows entertaining. The Honeymooners, oh. I Love Lucy, none, oh, none of it. Oh, every oh, time I ever tried, every time I tried, i watch it and I'm like, eh, this is kind of bleh. like I don't know. I well, just,
0: uh, well
1: do, maybe uh, I was young. I don't know. Yeah,
0: probably. Uh, I, you know, listen, The Honeymooners is by far the best sitcom of all time. But for me, uh, and The Odd Couple too. But no, listen, Friends. I, I get it. We can. That, that's a whole. We'll have. You know what? Next week we're going to discuss sitcoms. Um, wow. I just it's a terrible story. It looks sounds to me like he just died in his hot tub. Uh, yeah, I did. Right, I did. Hard, hard, I did have a shitty. I, uh, I was kidding around, not kidding around, but texting with my buddies. You know, the, one of the last things he did was play pickleball. <laughs> so, and then he got into a hot tub. And I, sure. I, you know, I'm telling myself, my God, I can't even play pickleball without dropping dead. But anyway, RIP to, uh, to Matthew Perry. Um, it's just a sad, sad thing. Uh, and, uh, you know. Just uh, I don't know. Gotta watch that drugs and alcohol. I, I don't know. Anyway, I, I I have nothing to say on it. It's just, it's a shitty story, yeah. terrible tragedy. Too young, way too young. Um, and also, I didn't realize his um, his mother's husband is the guy from Dateline NBC, that guy who does all those uh, when they you know when they catch a rapist and all that
1: stuff. Oh, uh, uh, riveting! Catch a predator, yeah, stuff?
0: whatever those kind oh. of shows. He's oh, on.
1: It's not Hanson, is it?
0: No, it's uh, not Hanson. It's the other guy. Oh, so he does those like sixty minutes kind of. If you saw mean, his obviously, face,
1: obviously the, the the premise of the show is awful if you think about it. Like obviously, right. but man, those shows are great. Uh, it's great. <laughs> like, it's addicting. I agree. Guy's like, um, he's just like, hey, what are you? What are you doing here? And he's I like,
0: uh, uh, <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> well, according to this transcript, you blank, you're blanking and blanking and blanking and
0: it's, it's like a, oh. it's abusive, oh, but yeah. that that's who his uh, uh, stepfather is and. Mm. Just a mess, and anyway, R.I.P. Uh, to that. The other thing is, uh, we have a lot to talk about in the show, obviously. But uh, I watched last night, and you, Dave, you have an assignment. <laughs> Did oh. you watch the Yogi Berra documentary on Netflix yet?
1: No. Is it new? Uh,
0: yep, just came out. It oh. was in it was in the theaters. They they put it in the theaters. Oh wow! It was pr- produced by his granddaughter, Lindsay okay. Berra, dude. Good. Uh, top five documentaries of all time. And yeah. I, the, reason, now the reason why for me, the reason why I enjoy it is that my father used to say for years, for years. And my uncle, too, who caught semi pro. My father used to say, yeah, you you kids don't know how good Berra was. You have no idea who good Berry was. It would almost be like if a player like, I don't know, uh, I'm trying to name a great player in the NFL became this caricature. Yogi Berra, the Yogiisms, the cute little Italian guy, the commercials. And as time went by, there was, you know, Johnny Bench. And, and uh, the whole reason why the granddaughter did this documentary, because Yogi and, and his wife, Carmen, are, are both gone now, was because she was, before he died, like literally two months before he died, he was watching the All-Star Game. And they had on the, on, on the field the four living uh, living legends of baseball. And it was like uh, Mays, and um, I forget the four guys. Mays and all, all those legendary guys. And she was like, "Dad, why aren't you there?" And he was like, "I don't know." They didn't ask. And she so she started doing research, and she just abuses the fact. I mean, this guy, he he was so good, and everybody just think, "Oh, we played for the Yankees, won a lot." Not true. Three time MVP came in second place four times, came in like third place three times. This guy won 10 World Series, clutch hitter with men on base. Uh, He learned he was a shitty catcher his first year, and then after that he became the best catcher. He was uh, unbelievably competitive, Um, just an awesome player. And then when he retired, he became a manager and a coach, and wherever he went, they won. I mean, crazy, like he ended up on the Mets. Yeah, and the Mets in '69 won the World Series. Barrow was coaching third. He came to the Yankees in '76. They went to the World Series three times in a row. Barrow was coaching on the team. He then when the Yankees uh, fucked him over in '84, and he said he'd never go back. He ended up on the Houston Astros, and they were in that whole thing with the Mets '86 uh, uh, series and all. <laughs> it's like
1: this guy. You
0: know what? You hire Yogi, your team. I, I swear to God, I was Rucker. We, we should be called the the all
1: documented in the in the documentary
0: all over and and they really have and his wife and the love affair with his wife they were married for 760 years and also Dale Barra, Tim Barra, Larry Barra, the oldest son, all the kids are on and Dale Barra talks about the cocaine in the 80s with the, the pirates and and uh, all the it's it's and they lead it up to the Susan Wallman bringing Yogi back which you probably remember that
1: I was uh, I, I was there for an old timers day he was there he was on the cart. Yeah, and shit Yeah, I was at that one too.
0: Yeah. Uh, him and Whitey put that funny. Yeah. Him and Whitey this documentary is is like it's just a love affair for baseball. Uh, I, I think uh, even I, like I, 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 I I'd be willing to bet like if you watch this one with your wife, mm. who made, I don't know if she's a, a sports fan or not, but because I, it's Yogi care, like no <laughs> no but but she like even she's, your wife's gonna know Yogi Barra. yeah yeah you know, it ain't over till it's over all, mm. all, and they go through all these things it is just. Uh, and she's gonna love all the stuff with his wife and stuff. It's really cool and the kids, and uh, what he said to the wife uh, on her deathbed. And all, it's just an amazing story. And and the uh, Montclair Museum, which if you've ever have you ever been to that in Montclair, no. dude, you got to get over there, man. It's like Yankee Heaven in Montclair. If you're ever, stop in for a half hour, if you can, you'll be like, oh my god, how the hell is all this shit? <laughs> you know, like, this is awesome. Yogi pretty much lived in Montclair, donated all his shit to Montclair and they built a museum, but it's like a, it's like a mini hall of fame for it's, it's at some, you got to do that. A bucket list. Um, I just thoroughly enjoyed this. I don't know. I, I was almost going to like cry a little bit. Cause I just thought of my dad, my dad would have loved this, you know, cause she used to say, and the granddaughter gets on and she's funny because she's like, I try to imagine like, she's like the granddaughter and she's pissed. She's like, no, no, my, he goes, everybody, I know he was a cute little old man and he looked funny and they did the Yogi Bear series, which he hated. But like, my dad was one of the best players of Maine. You walk away going, like, he was totally better than Johnny Bench. Totally and this better. Just came out, right? Was that?
1: This just came out?
0: I, I think it, well, you know what? It, it, yes, it's within a only week.
1: Because, only because maybe there's a there's shot in the dark that we try to reach out to the granddaughter and get her on the show. You know
0: what? I'm actually totally going to try to do that for a couple of reasons because Dale Barra is actually a huge. Scarlett McKnight fan. There you I don't go. know. Maybe one of his kids went there. We have no idea. I don't know what that story is either. I have to find that out. Um, I would love to uh uh find uh, and then I'll also talk to them about how me and uh me and Artie Lang ran into Phil Rizzuto at of Dunkin' Donuts <laughs> back in like '93. Mm-hmm. Artie, Artie Lang and Jimmy, one of the we, we needed both of us needed to talk it over. We had a couple <laughs> of us and then there comes walking Phil. It was a quiet Dunkin' Donuts. I know I'm getting off topic here, but who cares? My show. And next thing you know, I'm like, Phil, I can't think of another person to be with other than Artie Lang and have Phil Rizzuto walk in just to get a cup of coffee. And Artie was like, Phil, we just yeah, but we had a buzz on it. We were probably being obnoxious. But he's like, hey, you two guys, I look like you had a good night. You know? <laughs> like It was just a great, uh, great time. But yes, yeah, so I'm going to try to reach out to see if I can get her on the show. Uh, really cool. So I highly recommend that. Uh, I think it's called, it ain't over. That's what it's called. And all the, all the Jeter's on it. You got to hear what Jeter has to say. Oh, really? uh, Oh, Mariano Jeter, Joe Torrey, a couple of old Yankees, like Tony Kubek And those guys from the fifties are still alive. Four guys who were interviewed a lot for the show are gone. Like Vince Scully. um, Yeah. Yeah. Vince Scully's gone. And they they pay tribute to that as well. Um, uh, so a lot of the, literally between the time they interviewed and when the documentary came out, a bunch of guys passed away. And they acknowledged that, mm. uh, but it's very you could hear nobody like, uh, especially the players that played with them. They were like, like you understand. Like I know there was Mantle and Joe D and all these great hitters. He's like, Barrow was the guy. Very interesting. Uh, mm. I think you'll get a kick out of it. Definitely. What which, which leads us to. The uh, semi-pro NFL game I watched on Sunday. <laughs> now, I'm glad our show is like two days later because the whole world's been covering this game. I had some people over. My buddy Dave came over with some friends. And we were. I was the only one really focused on the game. Everybody else was like having fun and eating and drinking and stuff. But I was like – I kept on saying, wow, this is an historic game here. And they were like, what do you mean they both suck? i mean, like, no, you understand. I understand suck. I watch Rutgers. This is historic because the jets are actually worse than the giants, <laughs> and yet this game was uh, the amount of punts 15,
1: uh, the, first half. Uh, uh,
0: 15 mind-boggling 15 the, punts in the first half. The the lack of skill level at the quarterback position. If anybody is a fan of Wilson, I'm sorry. He just stinks. And then the, the guy on the the, the the shitty backup on the Giants gets hurt. In comes – I'm going to call him Danny DeVito because he played at Bosco here. And he – but he played at – Okay, and, and, and this is my major bitch about, um, about the Giants on Sunday. I get it. You're down to your third string. Most NFL teams, you're down to your third string. You're in big trouble. Cowboy, Cowboys, the Eagles, if you have your third string – the Cowboys are going to do lousy with their third string quarterback, right? But here's the kicker. Here's the kicker, though. If it happened all in one game, Jones goes down in the first quarter, Tyrod goes down in the in the second quarter. Now you're stuck the guy who hasn't had a rep in the month. This fella, Danny DeVito, <laughs> has been the backup quarterback for the Giants for four weeks. He was with them all preseason and he played quarterback at Syracuse. Okay. The kid gets in the game. And all of a sudden, he's not allowed to throw a forward pass to do anything. And then that goes on, and you're relying on Barkley, and this is why I think the Jets stink. The Giants were getting first downs when the Jets knew they put 12 in the box, and and the Giants were still getting first downs. And I I was like, oh, dear God, does this this team, both of them stink. And through all that, the Giants put themselves in position – To actually win the game, even by they just should have won the game naturally. Now, the decision to go for the field goal or first down on a run, that's a wash to me. The bottom line is what really, really cost the Giants a game was when the first 29-yard pass by Wilson, Thibodeau jumped off sides. So the clock couldn't run down. They never would have had enough time to do anything. Maybe a Hail Mary or something
1: like agreed, that.
0: Agreed, agreed. Uh, so the game would have ended there. That being said, the tragedy of it is, and I know you're a big of Parsons fan, and I am not a Thibodeau fan. Let me tell you something. This guy, he was all over the field. He was causing fumbles. He's nice been getting sacks. He he He's having a, you know what? He's having an awesome year, much better than I thought he was. I know Carl Banks defended him this week, and I was like, Carl, calm down. I watched the game. I folk this guy number five was all over the field. Um, I and so he had the game of his life, but then he jumps off sides with 24 seconds ago, blows the game.
1: All about everything he did.
0: Exactly right. And then the Giants have a kicker who was arguably top three kickers in the NFL the last couple of years. Now he's got a leg injury, he missed kicks last week. He missed kicks, and I now think- you're
1: that's incompetence at a table. You, you absolutely your, your you kick, ha- you got to just go for it, and then you got to go
0: because even if you don't get it, they, they got the shot, ball on the twenty on like, the twenty yard line.
1: You actually gave him seven yards because yeah, of the, like exactly
0: right. Uh, but I, I get it. you. Go up by six is game changer. So you got that, and then which I just heard they released him, but they're going to resign him. Uh, I all of a sudden, if you go to a supermarket and look at a guy stock, stacking the shelves. That's who that was uh, punt returning for the Giants on Sunday, and here's the best part: he was the best punt returner on the Giants, I think, since Dave Meggett.
1: Ah, love okay, little well, Meggett run. <laughs>
0: Meggett. Of course, Meggett. Uh, I'm talking about on the field. Megan, of course, is in jail for being a complete asshole. He's uh, doing yeah. 50 years somewhere. But he's in Rawway. But the bottom is line is... Wait, he's in Rawway? No, he's in one of those oh. like... He's in, one, he's in one of those where like, oh, no, you, you're not getting out. Oh, oh, you wanted to see the light of day? That's a Yeah, cooler. no, no. <laughs>
1: That's
0: not happening. He, he's a... Uh, yeah, Dave Megan is a bad egg. Um, uh, so, yeah, to Google that. I'm going to talk uh, about I, it here. I don't really recall what he oh, did. Okay, so, well, then Google it. You'll see. Um, But... There's this guy. He looks like some just big white guy moving boxes around at Walmart. Next thing you know, he's he didn't fair catch once. Mm-hmm. And then he's like diving for an extra nine yards. I'm like, and I read this morning, they cut him. But they somehow, and he went to some school that even my cousin John Blingley or like a college didn't know. And I'm like, how is the Giants best punt returner in 25 years? Like an unknown entity by just being a big fat white guy catching the ball and running forward. He'll probably get his bell run next time the Giants play. Okay, and then of course
1: he's doing thirty years, and now I know why. Yeah, okay. <laughs> not, no, not, not, I, not a,
0: You I, know what? I, I, I don't. I, I didn't want to. Megan. I I mentioned Megan because he was a great player for the Giants. Yeah, he was. As a player, you, know, you know, it's OJ stuff. OJ was the best running back in the league for ten years, but he had a, he had a, a rough night. The uh, so <laughs> rough night like getting involved. Yeah. No. Anyway, so. Then all of a sudden it comes down, blah blah blah. The guy misses the kick. It comes down. What, and you know, how about the center putting his own ball down?
1: Well yeah. I listen, there's a rule. There's a rule that the NFL has implemented on the Cowboys a couple of years back. I remember when Dak Prescott, they ran a ridiculous quarterback sneak. They had to get to the thing, right? They yep. stood up to snap it. The referee jumps in the middle of it because the referee has to set the ball himself. Correct. And all of a sudden we're just gonna forget all about that shit and let them right. like it. And I'm like, wait a minute. <laughs> like, right. I, was like, I, I was in fucking tears two years ago because they wouldn't right. snap the fucking ball. And right. now all of a sudden, you know. Yeah. You know so, so again, like, again, it just added it. Listen, if
0: the Giants were six and two and the Jets were six and two, we would be like, Oh my god, but because you gotta remember, I and Giant fans are gonna agree with me on this. Even in the middle of like the start of the fourth quarter, I was like wait a minute, we're up 10-7, but said, wait a minute, we don't have a quarterback for the rest of the year, like, so, like, in other words, like, where is this going, even if we win with three and five, blah, 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 but I'm, like, we don't have anybody to play the position, like, it's, you know, it's over, and then, of course, uh, Dable, uh, the storyline, uh, oh, kind of guy you want to have a beer with, well, guess what, the guy I drink with would have deferred the kickoff and gave the ball to the Jets because the, team, the Jets couldn't move. They got three yards in the second half. So you make the Jets get the ball first because you, the only way to win is by a short punt, maybe. like. And they, they say, we'll take the ball. How stupid can you possibly be? Why in a million years would you take the ball in overtime? Normally, if you have a regular quarterback and you're a regular NFL team, uh, and then I started to do some math. So Giants are two and six now, right? Yeah, it's over. So I, I, I need help with you on this. Uh-huh. So they're two and six. Uh-huh. But last year they started the season six and one, <laughs>
1: yeah. and I
0: believe they finished nine and eight.
1: They actually or, had a tie, nine seven and one.
0: Okay, so let's do the math. they six and one, so they went three. Six and one last year, right? i gotta, I to get. Yeah, not,
1: you're right. You're right. Three, six, and one,
0: and now two and six. So well,
1: five, Dave, eleven, and one in his last seventeen games.
0: Correct. So, um, hey,
1: quick math, by the way. Uh, yeah, you're good at that. Um, <laughs> That's my friend. Yeah, uh,
0: I, I, I like,
1: like, the, <laughs> I fucking throw it. That, <laughs> it. Yeah. It's over. It's over. Right there, right. you go.
0: Of uh, course, that's a senior exactly. beer league at the bar. Good callback right there. So the Giants stink, uh, but the Jets stink worse. I don't, oh, I don't know if I can agree with you
1: there. Oh my God! Oh well God! Aware, well aware that Zach Wilson is just his decision making is atrocious. But yeah, he yeah he holds onto the ball. He doesn't know what the fuck he's doing. Right? It's it's a it's a smorgasbord. Team. Dude, the guy Dude. has intangibles to be good. is just not. It's not working. You want to no. hear something said? They're four No, no, no. Oh, Timeout. Timeout. Timeout.
0: Timeout. Time DeVito, when he did throw, had time. The Jets stink. The Jets stink. <laughs>
1: know,
0: uh, they're not know. a good team. They. Uh,
1: uh, uh, and by the way, did you see the pregame of Aaron Rodgers bouncing around throwing the ball? By the way? No, because I was why can he I that? don't know what he's doing. Oh,
0: he's definitely doing some kind of.
1: God. The guy is going to return by Christmas. I'm telling you right now, mark it down. It's it's now going to be November 1st tomorrow. Give it another two months. Aaron Rodgers will be back on the field for the Jets. And if the Jets are in contention. The, look only, thing,
0: the only thing I'll say, uh, the Jets will not be in contention because they stink. Mm-hmm. And also Aaron Rodgers is very friendly with A-Rod and David Ortiz. So whatever they're pumping in his body. and he's all, uh, Who's that fat fuck on the That's Mets, myth. the pitcher?
1: That's myth. You know why it's a myth? Because I got some injuries and I'm. Myself okay. with myself. Okay.
0: i'm but hurt who's that who's that fat bastard on the mets used to pitch that we loved hit home runs. yeah, yeah. yeah. He, I, I think Aaron rogers is going to mexico city and they're getting stuff pumped <laughs> in blood plasma changes uh, anyway uh bottom line is god the jets stink the giants stink um and uh, the only positive is this guy Thibodeau's having a, a He's got like seven, seven or eight and, sacks,
1: and it's so over that they traded away Leonard Williams for a second right. pick to Seattle.
0: Oh, that's good. Anytime you get picks on a bad team. So anyway, the Giants is going six and one or five eleven and one. They stink, and to me, when you stink, you get heavier and heavier. Uh, and t- uh, Dable looked like he was four hundred pounds uh, at the end of the
1: game. Having a rough go at it.
0: Which brings us to. The Scarlet McKnight's. Now I'm wearing the Rutgers stuff today, uh, only because we're six and two, mm. and we had a week off. And the weather's supposed to be 60 degrees, partly cloudy, a Beautiful. perfect day here Broadway. at Shy Stadium. Where tonight Rutgers will take on the number two Ohio State Buckeyes. Now <laughs> people have been asking me because I'm they consider me the you know the Rutgers, Rutgers guy. Perfect. They're like, well, how do you think they're going to do? It? And I say, well, I don't look at it that way. I go by this i go by real time so the game starts at noon i'll be there early say 9 9 30. have a couple of cocktails in me my brother tailgate little taylor hammeg and Megan cheese sandwiches going on the grill so between 9 and 12 rutgers is going to dominate okay then at noon the game starts and all i'm looking for is for about 45 minutes of real time of fun <laughs> so i am going to ask my audience at around twelve forty-five, feel free to text me or contact me on Facebook, and I'll check whether or not I'm still having fun. Now, if it's only seven nothing, seven three, ten three, ten seven, maybe Rutgers. Could, I, I got. And I'm enjoying
1: myself. I got a great idea for you. If if, if things go south, uh, Piscataway is is right next to my town it's miles's second birthday party come on down uh, <laughs> miles for his birthday you know what And do we're you, watching the rest of the Rutgers game at my house <laughs> do not count me out for that i do have to go to a family event
0: after but you know what um uh, uh i may show up Uncle you just did. may get a text dude. because first of all i never met miles and he right. needs to meet me i the only thing is I'll be, I'll be able to buy some Jet stuff for his birthday. So <laughs> I'll be able to show. Everybody knows that Dave's kid's a Jet fan. Dave's ow, in denial. Ow, that shit. He's that in denial. Time. His wife His wife texts me every other day going, jet, I, I love heard. the Jet stuff. I love the Jet stuff. Because Dave's wife's family are Jet fans. Um, but mm-hmm. yes, I, so I'm looking for enjoyment between 45 minutes and an hour after noon to kick off. Now I'm going to say this. This is going to be this probably a, a rare Jimmy being positive day here at Shea. You feeling all right? No, nah, maybe, maybe I don't know. Maybe I have COVID. Who knows? So <laughs> the Rutgers Scarlet Knights are six and two. They have four games left, mm. and they play three monsters: Ohio State, at Penn State, at Iowa, and then they finish with uh, Maryland. And Maryland's not a monster, but they're better than us. I'm going to make the prediction: we could go six and six, but I'm going to make the prediction that we are going to be a pain in the ass all four games I don't think anybody's going to blow us out I think we're going to be that just pain in the ass team that doesn't go away now they may get a backdoor cover and stuff like that I just think we're going to be a pain in the ass I have no doubt about it I think we're going to get four play wells but we may lose again I see some predictions here 31 10 it depends if it's if it's 24 10 in the third quarter I'm thoroughly enjoying myself at the I, I think they're gonna be a thorn for the rest of the season. want but they you,
1: could lose all four. You know, I, I I know this is gonna sound absolutely ridiculous, but I, I think they got a shot. I don't know why. Why, but why are you saying I, that we never have a shot I, against I Ohio just, State. for whatever reason, and maybe Ohio State's walking into this, like oh fuck, it's Rutgers, like who gives a shit? Like, uh ah, Wim Saddle have a couple breakout runs and this, that, and a third. He can't throw the fucking ball, so who cares? I just—if you keep it close, if you're—if you're—if you're down seven or ten at half, like it's Shiano after all. And if you watch uh, the Michigan uh, State game where they came all the way back, it's just like, okay, you know what? These guys ran right. for them. So like, why not? Why not Rutgers to fucking upset the number two? We've seen it. We've seen it. Don't tell me we didn't see it because I partied like it was fucking 1999 when when they beat Louisville that year. We've seen Rutgers do some crazy fucking things. I
0: I, I mean th- that was a
1: long, a long time ago. Um early drinking I, uh,
0: I, I yeah, it was years ago.
1: Uh-huh. Um
0: but I I can't say I think that's like fantasy a little bit. Yeah, I'm going I'm throwing, I, I, I just need an hour of fun. Um <laughs> it's all I'm looking for. Uh cuz I can look back at the two losses I don't think we played that bad against Michigan. And I no. don't think we played that bad. We had some catastrophic you big six.
1: We could beat Maryland. So We could
0: beat Maryland. Way. The Penn State game and the Ohio State games are tall orders. But the, the sad part is the way it is in the uh, Big Ten, even if we were to go two and two, right? Say we right. beat Maryland we'll, and we'll
1: be Iowa.
0: Uh, the bowl game to the guy sitting on the couch in Middlesex County, the bowl game differential – between the Pinstripe Bowl and the bowl we'll go to at eight and, at eight and four mm. is like weed whacker. Like we're going to Nashville <laughs> and awesome. none of, everything. They're all during the Christmas holidays. It's
1: before. on the show. It's on some channel you know yeah, don't have. A
0: lot of a lot of MSG network coverage there. So yeah, yeah. um, and my cousin, cousin John can't watch it because he doesn't have MSG. But the um,
1: I found a, I found a workaround, by the way. I found a workaround to all that because it's just like all you got to do is find somebody with MSG, download the app, the MSG app, right, or yeah, and then like tell them that this is my account for Optimum Cable or DirecTV Cable or whatever, what? and then you could just screen it off your phone. So it's like I watched, and that's how I'm watching the Knicks in the Rangers this year, uh, a good a Samaritan in Chop sports, uh, Nick Shine. Big Jets fan, so he was beaming. Uh, he's the one who hooked me up with his login and password, and now I'm watching. It. Wait a minute, uh, Nick, Nick Shine is a Jets fan, he is a big Jets. Fan.
0: The Jets around your family is just I mean, hungry. You can't escape
1: I'm it because like,
0: you when your kid's older, dad, so great watching the Knicks. Uh, who gave us this? Ah, just an old Jet fan buddy of mine. Ah, then he must be all right. I know, I heard that, but you know what? My poor cousin's sitting on the couch. I believe this whole cutting the cord thing, Oh, you just watch everything. I, I, this, I'm I 58 years old. I want to sit down with one remote. I want to rule the world. I don't want to go back. This whole Source, go back to the app. What a fucking pain he is. I had oh,
1: internet issues during the Cowboys game this, uh, this this past Sunday, but it turned out to be an NFL ticket thing. It wasn't like... Uh, I'm bullshit. Screaming. I'm screaming at my... Uh, of course you my, should have been. My sister and my brother-in-law. I'm like, you guys, uh, the internet's... You set the modem. Do something. I was like... Sweating profusively because I'm missing the first like three plays of the Cowboys game. Well, God damn much.
0: because you weren't you, you're doing things through the interweb. All right. This show's going long, but it's okay. I hope you're enjoying it here, Jay. Which brings us
1: to corn. Corn, Bet- what was that? My boy Anthony Petito's watching this show. He's a friend of mine. He said you were. Oh, a- yeah,
0: I know him too. I met him at the airport when he was coming back from Afghanistan. He was all he was all in shape. You must be a fat bastard now. <laughs> yes or no anthony if oh, you're a fat bastard text i remember put a post in right now that says yes jimmy it's nice meeting you and i am a fat but ba- he was all like cut Oh, of course i remember i was actually excited about that first time i met somebody from woodbridge from I uh, was a substitute teacher and he uh he was coming back and he couldn't wait to see his family it was cool shit i remember you very well buddy um which brings us to courtholelevel.com that's right mm. listen Brilliant. i know i know troy and anthony with the and all you really? and all you giant fans out there, your your cordhole is just uneven this week. <laughs> and so what ruffling you gotta do the is papers.
1: the papers. You're ruffling the papers. I'm gonna lose all right. my goddamn. All
0: right. I'm ruffling papers here,
1: yeah. Ruff, ruffle away.
0: <laughs> but here we go. Uh it probably sounds like shit on the air nah, you're, too. But, oh
1: yeah. So everybody hit uh, home.
0: This is what all giant and jet fans need to do. They straighten out your cornhole after that game. <laughs> this board right here, um, and I, I'm sure after the Rutgers game on Saturday, I may need to straighten out my cornhole. But you put it right on the board there. You move it around. This is Dave. And even if you're like Dave, you're drinking that jug, which the fans have come to appreciate once the show. jug Dave. Go to cornholelevel.com. It'll level out your cornhole board. It's a perfect <laughs> gang gift. It's a perfect gift because the thing works. Get your cornhole exactly what the – Society of American Cornhole Players uh, says the board should be up, down, around, all that stuff. So go check that out. And, of course, they are the sponsor of, which is now infamous Mm. in the world of sports, the Jimmy Palumbo NFL Stinks List. And this is classic. Okay. Now, Miami Dolphins, I was going to maybe put them in very good until I realized that Dave's not paying attention, and he looks like – you got breaking news: the Giants yeah. trade
1: somebody. Well, it, the, the trade deadline is in two hours, but no, it was somebody was spamming me too. So everybody's getting spammed here. It's too. Spam Day here in the stadium. You ever get one of those messages where it's like, I can't believe you died in a car crash, and I'm uh, like, I hate that what? shit. Yeah, I'm like, what? And then before I click it, like a moron. But yeah.
0: right, yeah, then sure now you
1: have my yeah. security number. Congratulations. All right.
0: Well, uh, as Dave interrupts my stinks list here at Shay, my story was uh, better. I tell, you, when they, when they, I tell you, when the Cowboys win, Dave's just full of that. Your kids are totally going to be like, Ma, the Cowboys win, Ma, the Cowboys win. And she's going to go, no, they didn't. But the Jets won, honey. So just go do your homework. Dad will be home in a minute. Um, NFL stinks list, week eight. I was going to give the Miami Dolphins maybe a very good, but I really it was 24 17 with eight minutes to go. They, uh, Miami Dolphins are only getting a good for me bills are going to get an average jets stink patriots stink baltimore ravens have entered the very good status it's tenuous but they are there steelers stink the browns are average cincinnati Bengals are up to good again them and the ravens are teetering we'll see how that goes the jaguars good texans stink the tennessee titans i'm putting as average why? Because that's when I had them last week. Indianapolis Colts stink. The Kansas City Chiefs lost to Denver. Sorry, can't get a VG when you lose to Denver. They are at good. The Chargers and Raiders stinked a game last night. Oh,
1: God, God. God, I don't know why I put myself through this shit. And, uh, <laughs> I watch every fucking I football game. That. Every game. I don't miss. It's I know. Weird. I have a no, weird was a bad. It was just a bad...
0: I mean, the lines are good. As matter of I mean, fact... Lions are got I'll get to the Lions in a second. That was a stupid game. Um, But I gave the Broncos an average because they beat the Chiefs. And now Taylor Swift wasn't there and they lost. This, this is so the end for the Chiefs. I know it. I, I swear to God, can I bet the rest of the field against the Chiefs in Vegas? Can I do that? Yeah, there's
1: there's got to be a bet. Just bet against them every week.
0: No, no, not every week. The Super Bowl.
1: Oh, I mean, just, yeah, the bet the- – Is there a
0: bet that says the Chiefs will not win the Super Bowl? That's the bet I want to make. They're not going to make it. Not going to win. win. Philadelphia Eagles, very good. Dallas Cowboys hovering at good, staying right there, getting close to maybe the very good again.
1: No, they got Philly this week.
0: Washington Commanders, stink. Giants, of course. Good God, they stink so bad. Detroit Lions get the very good from Jimmy Palumbo. Vikings, average, unfortunately, uh, the Vikings just call me. They want to see if I can throw the ball around on Sunday. They're in trouble there. Packers and Bears stink. Falcons average. Saints average. Look at that. Tyson Hogan upgrades me on the Patreon, and now I give it the Saints he, an average.
1: The Saints guy that—that was the other guy. That was Clark. No, oh, was that Tyson? No, Tyson was. Just, wait a minute now. I'm getting confused now. Tyson. Daryl Clark is. Oh, Daryl
0: Clark is the uh
1: was, so I don't know, know your fucking people more than you know your people.
0: I <laughs> know uh, that's because they 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 uh, they get involved on uh, on your sites as well.
1: Mm. The Jimmy
0: Pollard show continues to dominate me and Joe Rogan neck and neck. Um Falcons average, Saints average, Buccaneers stink, Carolina Panthers stink, Seahawks good. Something about the Seahawks. I like 49ers are average, don't care what anybody's. Uh, enough with putting the 49ers at this like. They lost elite. three.
1: They suck. Um, wow that's that's actually a suck not a stink. Yeah, they, they suck I mean from here on in the Giants are gonna get a suck. I'm a karma guy I'm a karma guy so George Kittle uh he raised his shirt uh, to show everybody that he was wearing a fuck Dallas t-shirt after uh,
0: games yeah
1: I agree totally agree with that welcome
0: I got the Rams and Cardinals as stink at the Rams I know the Cowboys blew them out the rams stink bro So we got 15 stinks, eight averages, six goods and three very goods. That is the Jimmy Palumbo Stinks List here from the Ami in downtown Mawa. Um, what else do we got here? Uh, oh, yeah, a couple things. I went to a kick-ass party Saturday. Went to visit my great, Greg Castellino in Manaloking. He did some videos for me for Beer League. Uh, you met him? Oh, no, you were gone, by. he showed up right after you left. I uh, took some black and white photos, which I got to download to. You. I don't think I did that right. Did you get no. all them yet? No. I got to figure out how to do that. Um, and I got to tell you something. I, I, I went over to his house. His house overlooks the bay in Manaloking, New Jersey. It was a beautiful 70-degree night. He's got two kids that are like models. Uh, Greg's a good-looking horse. There was beautiful, classy women all over this uh, uh this party it was people from i knew from high school uh fran amiana was getting involved over there my friend debbie ryan who's an absolute doll she was hot in high school she's hot now her sisters are hot the whole family they should just breed people that's what they do uh there was people showing up they would just you know what i look like charles derning or, uh, uh, you know, or a young James Coco. I was just completely, I was by far the most unattractive male there. Uh, I look like Johnny Newman now. It was a great time. Greg, thanks for inviting everybody. You got to have another party at this cool house. I'm coming. Uh, yeah, I'm definitely going to invite you next time for sure. Um, uh, for <laughs> You'll be shooting some video. Uh, the. Uh, oh, I also, yesterday, breaking news here from the Omni. Okay. One of on my first live audition in a long time commercial audition for those insurance, uh, colonial pen insurance. You ever see those things? Sure, sure. And, uh, uh, Don case, uh, which is, he's been casting before I got in showbiz. So that's how, you know, uh, you know, back at, you he probably casted radio. That's how long he's been in the business. And uh, it was great to see people in the lobby. And hey, I, a couple of old timers. Hey, Jimmy, what's going on? What are you doing? I, th- I was doing jokes. Like, I thought you were dead. The guy was only like 55, but we still laughed over that. And Don Case was telling us it's so good to have people in his office again. And he's going to try to do this. And then I went in and um, I did a solid job of the audition. And about an hour before the telecast, I got I have a callback for Colonial Pen Life Insurance Day here at Shea. So at the, I think my callback's uh, in a couple of days at the end of the week. So that would be great if I could book a commercial. But it's good to be back auditioning live in New York yeah. City. Now it was a pain in the ass. I had to get on the train and do all that. But I left it. I had my coffee, the newspaper. I relaxed. I I, I became 78 years old on a train. <laughs> and then I realized, I don't know, when's the last time you saw Madison Square Garden? Well, last year. Okay. Yeah, well, it's it's you. it's a whole different thing there now. Like the whole garden thing. There's buildings that are going over the garden. There's all kinds of oh, yeah. i mean it's
1: smothered now, yeah. The whole
0: no, there's a brand new construction. It is you can't get out. It's unbelievable we're talking about just building that the shitty strip of stores across the street on Seventh Avenue. That's gone. It was awesome. Uh which brings us to um uh, oh, loud paper. I know. <laughs> Chasing miracles.com. Listen all kinds of shit your body needs these x39 and x49 patches my uh my mother and her friend are on them i use them uh my uh looks like my uh my ex-wife's going to be using them she hurt her knee everybody's doing these stem cell patches you know, It's uh, completely you know. get, getting involved um listen everybody who takes them says they feel better i don't understand. i don't know why how there's all kinds of videos you can watch it says all this you know Athletes use them. I don't know. Aaron Rodgers they work. <laughs> Aaron Rodgers put them on the back. Aaron the- Rodgers is probably using them. It's chasingmiracles.com. Get in touch with Tommy and Donna. They'll tell you what you got to do. They ship the stuff right to your house. Uh, it's really, there's no, you can pee in a cup, still be fine. Uh, <laughs> there's no chemicals. It works with the, the, the natural light from your body. And it gets from that, whatever that is. I don't know how it works. Bottom line. My heel hasn't hurt. And uh, I'm ready to run a 5K now and shatter the 31 minute mark, even though fans are booing me, saying I can't do it, um, and uh, that kind of thing. So check it out chasingmiracles.com. Go to their website, give Tommy and Donna a call. They will set you up. Uh, the last thing I want to discuss here is at Shea. Hang on, one other thing. Oh, I forgot a couple things. Um, don't forget, everyone, and Dave, uh, well, I helped them out to do it. The posts we got. Uh, I told Dave that I realized that some of my friends are watching beer league the series and they're not subscribing. Right. So Dave put it, Dave put together a post for those that are not in the know.
1: I held your hand <laughs> and I showed you how to do it. Go to
0: Gmail, <laughs> sign in, go to YouTube. And we got a bunch of people. We got about 300 more to go, something like that. Um, we really got to get over a thousand. So if you're listening to this show, you have to go to either you go to YouTube or, Uh, and then Mm -hmm. type in Billy the Series. When you sign in, you can log in with your Gmail. You don't pay for anything. It's not YouTube premium. It's just sign in with your Gmail, which uh, jerks like me didn't know. Then you got to click the button subscribe. Once we get over a 1000 then we can start making a a few dollars there and grow it from there, especially with these new killer episodes coming out. Mm. So please do that. Uh, I did stand-up Friday
1: in my touching. Listen, Jimmy, and I don't want to... I don't want to downplay your, your stand-up career, okay? I don't, because I think you're a very funny guy, and I think I've seen you at the APAC, right, the, the nicer venues. I saw a still shot of you doing this comedy. <laughs> like, okay. bro, this, okay. you, know, you know it's on Listen. the brink of being over. Okay, time out.
0: That's not true. I, I understand what you're saying. But the the visual, the eye candy, okay, <laughs> the eye candy, I feel like we're playing at chad Park okay oh three people just drove off the road what i just said there i was in Matuchin
1: mm-hmm. at the american legion Hall. no call by the way no call not like i'm two towns over or anything like that yeah, okay
0: you no you're not two towns over you're by to hand you would have came anyway who are you oh. bullshit I, mean,
1: man, and, I saw the still shot i'm like wow man yeah, I'm you know, I didn't
0: <laughs> great bunch of people they're an american legion uh, they're great. also a motorcycle club That works. With they do a lot of charity work. They make they they do a lot of stuff for the town, a lot of stuff for people, and these are the gigs that comedians do. You make more money doing these gigs than you do doing like oh Gotham. Hey, look at me, I'm at Gotham. Yeah, twenty dollars. Go fuck yourself. Uh, I I had it. We had Anthony D Domenico and Ryan Marr on the show. I headlined. I had a. um, It was cool because Mr. Kuchek, vice principal. At Colonia and Warbridge, principal at Warbridge was there with his son. When was um, he principal? Who was this? Uh, Kuchek. Yeah, Kuchek. Remember him? Probably, I don't know where you, but yeah, you're, you're a child. You don't know. Oh three. <laughs> yeah, you might have been at, was at Colonia born, when you were there. Born, was um, he was there, and uh, so it was a good time. Big shout out to Anthony Rico, who hired me. Uh, they the guys couldn't have been nicer. But here's the best part. At the end of the night, I'm saying goodbye. And they had all this extra food and trays, And the food was actually good. I don't know where they got it from. So one guy was like, I could tell he just wanted to throw it. The guy, you know, when there's a cleanup, some guy just wants to go home. He just want to throw everything out. I saw like huge trays of like meatballs and a chicken franchise. And the guy's like, do you want any of this? And I'm like, uh, well, you throwing it out. He's like, I don't know what to do. And I'm like, yeah, next thing you know, the guy goes, hang on. I hope you got it. Next thing you know, these tin trays are coming out. I drove home with my car. I have food. I I can have a separate party tonight. Car, car
1: was leaning to the right.
0: Leading to the right. I got all kinds of meatballs, chicken franchise I I got veal parm, like a chicken parm. I, I completely wow. stacked trays. So not only did I make a few bucks, I had a really good set. I also walked out with food. So that to me is a, that's a trifecta right there. You can't beat that. I win. Uh, and also tomorrow night I'm hosting comedy. At the Ramsey Golf and Country Club, so Uh it's a much nicer arena. Although I'm only hosting. It's the first time I'm hosting because I've been done so many shows in Ramsey. Nobody wants to hear my shit
1: anymore. Well, I mean, you get to do like a couple jokes, right? And then you. Like, I'm gonna do a couple local jokes. I'll throw in a joke or two,
0: and then uh, you know I'm gonna be like Sinatra at the Sands, bringing on Johnny Mathis. The Ryan
1: the Ryan Mar guy is pretty cool. He started following me. He's a big wrestling fan, so I yeah, he it. was oh, he was
0: all he, you know it. I, I told him I would bring this up on the air. He was like, "Dude, your guy show. I'm like, "Yeah, he's all over wrestling." I was like, "Follow him to get involved." He's like, okay, "Cool." Uh, it, it's all those wrestlers that no one else knows, but you two. Uh, the uh, which brings us, of course, uh, really quick. Uh, the Knicks, dude. I'm sorry, the Knicks stink.
1: <laughs> what? Not even November. Everybody, calm down. Dude, like, what we dude, dude, they stink. Put the Rangers, on the other hand, they yeah, will Let's one. go. Right, first of all. On the road, nonetheless.
0: Uh, rain. Uh, first of all, nobody November hockey.
1: Okay, October <laughs> hockey.
0: I mean, what are we talking about? <laughs> the Knicks. The Nick. I swear, if I walked into the Nick practice and I said, "Guys, we're going to play a game of horse with the Knicks," <laughs> I think I would win the whole thing. I haven't shot a basketball in two years. They can't shoot. They can't score. Even guys from Villanova, and we have too many guys from Villanova. Jimmy, they're one,
1: they're one and two.
0: But did you watch the games? Watch the they rain. stink. They stink. Oh my God. I can't take it. Um, big shout out to Frank Howard who passed away. That big 6'7 coach guy from the Mets. Uh, he passed away at know, 80 years old. Hit 382 ding-dongs back in the day. Also, big shout out to World Series. You know, hey, Texas up 2-1. to one. Nobody cares, but I love it because no matter who wins, I don't know fans of either team.
1: I watched the uh, – what did I watch? It wasn't the World Series yet. I was watching – I think it was the A- – no, it was the World Series the Mack truck event. Yeah. I was in my hotel. Room. <laughs> That's, that was an experience in itself. But let me tell you something. I had all visions of just going out and raging and fucking partying I was like, wow, they're putting me up at a casino. Are they nuts? I'm going to fucking be out all night at the poker. T-. I was at the blackjack table for 20 minutes, Doubled my money. Said, "You know what? I think I'm good." <laughs> ah, and Dave Sturcio, married with two kids, is getting involved here. See that? You had a little angel on your shoulders. So. Yeah, it was like, "Hey, listen. Here's your money. You got you got paid very handsomely. Get and, on up and get hey, up out of
0: there." What yeah, there you, you go. I, good
1: call. I agree with the call. I mean, you're a pussy, but I agree with the call right there. Hit, I'm ready for this. Five hands of black. Six hands of blackjack. I hit blackjack four times. Oh, you got. Then you got to get out. You got to go. I yeah. agree. With you. Totally thought. agree. I would have left too. Uh, that happened to me once with. Uh, and you got to see the faces of everybody around me. They're pissed. They're like, yeah. "What the fuck is this guy?" It. He comes in, sits down. Looks like a fix. Like, probably, like a jerk off. And I
0: know you probably had like a shitty cowboy hat on. You were pissing everybody off. I'm sure. Uh, yeah, I had this. Yeah, side. of
1: course you did. Um, <laughs> in Philadelphia the, area too. Uh, I did
0: that once with craps. I played craps, and I swear the seven just—I don't know how to word it—it it just didn't come out like. Nobody rolled a seven, which I felt was like a half hour. And if you I, play I, craps,
1: I gotta get I gotta get retaught that game every time. Oh, it's fun. I have no idea how to play. The only craps thing is, you gotta if,
0: if you go on a Saturday night and the minimums are high, it costs you so much, and you you gotta have bankroll. In other words. You can lose three hundred dollars in six seconds. You can win nine hundred in six seconds. Mm. So you got to be able to go backwards to go forwards. And to me, once I go backwards, that'll do it. Here, Jimmy's out. <laughs> if I don't, if I don't score on the first drive, I'm out. Uh, but I played blackjack. Was on a cruise ship, and I, I swear, like the lady next to me, I won like a thousand dollars, and it was a, a smaller table. The lady next to me, I think, won 30 grand. She was like, <laughs> she's like, sir, why aren't you getting, this is unheard of. Nobody rolled a seven. And like, she's like, get your money off the table Get, but it's going to turn. It was a great time. Anyway, uh, Pine Tar Bar and Grill, 121 South Main Street and Forkett River, New Jersey, 609-489-4286. The best sports bar in the country. Tommy Plinio's there. Good food. Go check it out. Also, Lisa Ruane, therapist, 201-725-1251. If you're in a jam, you're a little banged up, not feeling too good. You're getting a little nuts in your head there. Give Lisa a call and she'll guide you through. She's a hypnotherapist, regular therapy. She does Zoom calls uh, in person, whatever you got to do. Uh, mm. Please don't suffer alone. Go get some help. Lisa Ruane, 201-725-1251 here. All right. Well, we went a little long uh, as usual, but um, that's it. So uh, comedy this week. Rutgers big game this week. Go to Beer League, the series on YouTube. Sign in and subscribe. And uh the Giants stink. That's all I got. A little nuts in your head, Robin Acharni. <laughs> yeah, that didn't sound right. I don't mean to say. Now, nah, if you know, yeah, things are getting a little, you're a little mushad. You don't feel right. Go talk to Lisa Ruiz. It, uh,
1: it was the cancel culture. <laughs> and, uh,
0: cancel, I'm, I'm canceled. Robin Achani just canceled me. <laughs> um, that's so funny. All right, Anthony Batito. You didn't answer whether you're a fat fuck or not.
1: Yes, he's
0: still there. He's still there. He just wrote awesome show. I don't know. Nobody cares what your opinion (laughs) is. We just want to know if you're a fat military guy who came home in shape and now you're a fat bastard. That's what we want to know. Anyway, thanks, Robin, for listening. And uh, I owe you a call. I haven't talked to you in a long time. Anyway. All right, kids. That's it. Uh, Dave, thank you. And um, uh, that's it. but <laughs> Jimmy pull up we'll a show 137
1: he'll be it. back next week with a very special guest
0: <laughs> he'll be back next week with a very special guest yes
1: actually I might have a
0: guest and you met him that's all I'm gonna say okay that's all I'm gonna say all right all right goodbye everybody I don't, I don't even know how to shut this freaking thing off
1: right he's my paper no I, you know what it
0: is I don't know what I'm doing there's all these buttons now everything changing.
1: Bitter old Jimmy just, like, I don't know. Now no,
0: no, 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 you got to click the button and then it, it doesn't. I just want to, I just want to like, I just, just, why can't you just pay me like a hundred grand a year and I go in and I'll do this 24 hours a day? Instead, I get uh, Patreon at 36. And <laughs> <laughs> dump, dumping money into. Beer League, the series. Oh, my God. God. You know what? If I had a stadium, I'd have asshole day at the stadium, and I would totally be the honorary. Here's a guy. I'm 58. I'm sluggish. All right. I'm going to go. Cowboys suck, too. All right. We'll see. Where have you come from? Where?